Hello and welcome to the Future Tribe podcast. Each week we'll be talking about getting things done. We'll talk to people who've built up their businesses, pulled off amazing projects and cover everything from psychology and strategy to the tips and tricks that will help make your dream a reality. We're the podcast that's all about empowering the optimists and the go-getters. I'm your host, Jermaine Muller. You're listening to the Future Tribe podcast and this episode is just getting started. That works for everything. That's, that's funnily enough, that's actually my platform. So we have platforms in pageantry, which is the, the cause or charity that you want to support by being a title holder. Um, and for me, it's helping women achieve their goals. That's my, mm-hmm. my tagline. And mm-hmm. um, I haven't officially announced it on my podcast yet. So you're getting a sneak peek here. <laughs> um, but it's going to be, my two target age groups are going to be teenage, teenage girls um, in what's GCSE years here. So um, sort of 14 to 16 and A-level years, which is 17 and 18. So sort yeah. of 14 to 18 year old girls. And then um, early motherhood years. So 30s, um, 30s and 40 year old women. Those are the two sort of age groups I particularly want to help um, and helping them to look at their goal and break it backwards turn it into a plan. Um, So I guess take it from a dream, taking the dream, turning that into a specific goal, turning that, breaking it down into a plan and then using um, teaching time management skills so they can execute that plan. That's my platform um, and what I want to put out into the world. I do quite a bit of that with one of my businesses. Um, I I help mums with time management and decluttering. That's obviously something I'm quite excited about. I'm rolling, I'm rolling that into my pageantry because I think that's a, a very important thing with your platform in pageantry is to use your God-given skills. For me, it's God-given, God-given skills. Um, but maybe if you're not religious, the skills the universe gave you yeah. or your, your blessings, your talents, however you want to look at it, um, and using pageantry to amplify them. I would say having a crown and sash is like having a megaphone. Um, it, it, it makes you can have a bigger impact and with a crown and sash it doesn't mean you can't achieve things without one but it just makes it a bit easier although you've got to do all the prep work to compete so maybe yeah, easier is the wrong word build up to it and plan, plan yeah to it but um, i mean you've you've touched on a very important point of sort of i tell this to everyone that goals are much easier to accomplish if you sort of work out what, where you want to be and what you want to do and then work backwards to sort of break it down into, you know, a, a year is comprised of multiple days and a day is comprised of multiple hours. And if you can work backwards that way and work out, you know, what sort of dedication you need to, you need to make towards a habit or a goal, whatever it may be, um, yeah. it suddenly becomes much, much easier because you know what you need to do for two hours every day to reach or to accomplish something in a year's time. Um, yeah. it, it, and we're just not, we're just not taught that in the schools though. That's what I find quite frustrating um, is it's applicable to whatever your dream or goal or ambition is. Mm. Um, the structure is applicable to all, but we're not taught it because they're too busy teaching us to dissect frogs. <laughs> <laughs> and then, I mean, there's limited hours. I have lots of frustrations with the UK education system. It was, a system I struggled in. I'm very dyslexic. So it was a mm. system I massively struggled in. Yeah. And actually, instead of being frustrated at the system now and trying to change that, I do think that people like myself, um, outside of the education system, volunteering our time for free and coming in to help future generations is so important. And um, whatever your 
talent or area that you work in, uh, finding a way to give a little bit of that back, even if it's just going in and talking about the job you do to give to careers days and things. Mm. Um, I do think that's a, a very important part of humanity and community um, to be helping the next in line up the ladder. Um, even if you don't feel like you're doing very well on the ladder, you can help them maybe overtake you by oh, yeah, helping it's, them not. It's a very powerful thing yeah. still. Um, I think people, you know, it's one thing that I, we've, we talk about a lot doing the podcast is that even the people who, you know, quote unquote, aren't successful, generally speaking, when someone says that they just mean financially, um, yeah. even if they're less successful, doesn't mean that, you know, their habits um, aren't or that their, their message um, doesn't contain nuggets of, of value, nuggets of gold that others who are arguably financially more successful, you know, can't, they, they can extract information. They can, they can um, impart knowledge and apply, the listeners can apply it into their own lives to, you know, imagine if, if you're successful already again, quote unquote, um, and you take, some really good nuggets of information from someone who's not as successful and, and sort of implement that in your life, you can double or triple how successful you are, whether it's financially or whether that's how much you get done per hour, whatever it may be. Um, I certainly agree that, you know, everyone has value to impart. Everyone has um, experiences that people can learn from uh, If not at the very least um, people can connect with and sort of go, you know what? I, I was right there. I sort of, um, I understand what, how you're feeling and it's good to know that, you know, I'm not alone or I'm not the only lazy person who, you know, because I thought I was lazy and no one else was this way. Um, there's oh, this- no, I'm so lazy. It sounds, I'm so lazy. I would <laughs> so much love to just sit on the sofa and not do anything. Like, I can scroll Instagram for hours with some drivel on the TV and get to the end of it and realise I've paid no attention to it as well. Like, happy happy times but <laughs> in that moment it's the same as um sort of a vicar of ours uh and again whether you're religious or not this can apply but a vicar of ours used mcdonald's as a representation of sin and um, because he said you eat it and you feel great at the time and then afterwards you get like a runny tummy or you feel a bit yucky or your like yeah. skin breaks out like it comes it comes out um, and I feel like that's the same with laziness. It feels great at the time. And then afterwards you're really frustrated because you've got no clean pants for the week because you were lazy all weekend and do your laundry. Um, or you've got no food in the house and it gets to sort of 10, 10 PM at night and the shops are shut and you're like, Oh, because I was lazy. I'm now starving hungry. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, I, I, I do love that analogy. I've used that analogy a lot. Um, yeah, feels great in the moment. Um, but- I like to think I've hit a point in my life where McDonald's doesn't feel great in the moment. I don't even like going in those places. (laughs) I mean, but again, no doubt that was habit and that was sort of almost training yourself to sort of, you know, um, know that there's either a simpler way to prepare food or just better food. And it's not worth, worth that, uh, that moment of satisfaction that you'll pay for later on. Exactly. And, I, so I will be paying for yesterday today in a big way. So yesterday it was all still pretty good. Um, we went to, I do intermittent fasting, so I don't eat until 11.45. 11.45 yesterday, I was on stage at church singing. So I couldn't eat then. So as soon as I came off stage, I'm like, I'd made up some, I have these protein rice cake things that I have as like a, 
a treat snack through the day, but they're one of the few foods that I eat at the moment that are mobile. So I'd made those and I'm like ramming those in really quickly while my daughter had her lunch. And then we went to a party um, where there was more party food um, and it was all pretty good food. I tried to stick to the carrots and hummus and stuff, but you still end up grazing and having bits and pieces while you're chatting to people. Um, and I, I ate enough. I probably didn't eat massive amount of calories over my calorie consumption. I'm, I've got quite a lot of muscle, so I've got quite a high, um, I think my sit about 1700 calories would, mm-hmm. is my basal rate. So basically I could sit on the sofa just breathing and I would burn 1700 calories in a day. And um, that's my base rate. Yeah. Um, and I think maintain my maintain rate is about 2,500 calories. Um, so I won't have, I won't have eaten more than that because I basically ate that. And then I had a really small veg curry when I got home. Um, I won't have gone over that, but what I didn't have is the consistent nutrients that my body's used to. Cause normally I have a very planned out meal. I have a, a same lunch every day. I have a protein shake that's like pimped out with loads of awesome stuff <laughs> in it. Um, I have these rice cakes with protein spread on banana on. Um, and then we, we home cook our meals. We love cooking mm-hmm. um, and we eat family dinner, home prepared family dinner um, every day. Um, and so the next day, my body's got all that nutrients to survive on and get through. Today, I don't have that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be paying for it very soon if you haven't started feeling it already. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, there's a hideous cough going around London as well at the moment. So if I pause funnily throughout this, because I keep hitting me to cough, um, it lasts about four weeks, four to five weeks, it seems to be, um, <laughs> through various stages of coughing. And the rest of me feels fine. It's just annoying nothing else particularly yeah. when i record so many podcasts um is not helping yeah well um i mean there's been a whole lot of information i i always struggle i when we started the podcast um what what we sort of decided was that each episode shouldn't go for more than sort of 20 minutes and um i've i've had a 100 percent failure rate um at, yeah. at that it just becomes it's just so interesting to talk to different people and sort of get, get experiences and um, you just inevitably end up talking a whole lot. Um, so on that note, I mean, we're getting towards the tail end. Um, I'd love to hear where people can find out more about you. Um, do you have a web link or? Um, oh, so many, all the things, so many things. So um, the, my big thing at the moment is my pageant podcast that I've launched, which is called mummy is doing a beauty pageant. Um, you don't need to be a mum that's interested in pageantry, but also I look at the goal side of things. You don't need to be pursuing pageantry and you don't need to be a mum that is pursuing pageantry mm-hmm. um, to hopefully get something from that. Um, and I've linked that all through a website. So it's literally mummyisdoingapageant.com. And mummy spelt the UK way, M-U-M-M-Y. Yep, that's same as Australia. It's none of this M-O-M business. Some people like, and then they think that, English people spell it the American way. And I was just like, no, no, we spell it the real way. The way. <laughs> we spell it the, the way it's pronounced. Yeah, definitely. And that's, yeah, that's got, um, if you're just interested in learning more about pageantry and things, it's got a lot on there. If you're interested in galaxy, cause in Australia, galaxy is a big system for you guys. Okay. Um, and you do very well at the international finals. And um, I've been watching a lot of the, the Australian girls going over and competing and, and they've done really well. And Portugal is another big galaxy country. Um, it's, it's taking over, but yeah, no, Gal- galaxy in Australia is a really good system. Um, and 
the ladies that have competed have been wonderful. So if you're considering pageantry and you're in Australia, I'd recommend Galaxy. Look it up. Awesome. We'll, we'll link, we'll link uh, that through as well. I'll reach out to you after the phone call and get, get all these links so we can make sure that we get the right links. Uh, all the now, links and all the things. Um, and the, my links to my social media will be on the website as well. And then my, my business when I have supermumsociety.com that has a lot more about time management on it and um, there's free downloadables on there. They are the like, they'll all be bracketed for mums, but I think they apply to everyone. So mm-hmm. there are literally there's free PDF downloads about planning your time blocking and that, that grid I said about um, with the urgent and non-urgent, there's a, there's a printable one of their, those on there. And um, there's like a whole page of free PDFs on there that are all around time management and organization. And um, so whether you're a mum or not, go and enjoy. Um, Check out. Yeah. Fantastic. Now, did you, this is, this is sort of the favorite part of my of the podcast for me, the top 12. Um, I sent it to you in advance. Did you, uh, are you ready for it? This is really hard. I don't know. We're going to go, <laughs> we'll go for it. The top three. Um, let's get started with the top three books or podcasts that you recommend uh, people listen to. Doesn't include your own. <laughs> Oh, now you're asking. Um, so podcast details therapy, I love, um, which is Amy Landino. Um, she goes into the details of people's lives, lots of great stuff about habits and time management. Um, and I just think she's, she's a fabulous, energetic voice in the world. So definitely recommend that one. And mm-hmm. um, a huge number of podcasts I'm listening to at the moment because I'm creating so much content. Um, win a pageant I love um, even if you're not in looking at pageants she talks a lot about going into the details of uh, looking at, at yourself and what you want to bring to the world so I'm, I'm going to narrow go with two podcasts the detail two therapy podcasts. and win a pageant any books um, books the happiness project by Gretchen Rubin is an absolute game changer um, I rate my success on how happy I am now and so particularly today I'm feeling very happy because my other half is back from a weekend away so I'm excessively happy today which means I'm excessively successful and um, so yeah the happiness project and those two podcasts um, fantastic uh- Next lot, top three software tools you can't live without. You mentioned Google Calendar, so I assume Google Calendar. Oh, Google Calendar. I love Google Calendar. I want to have Google Calendar's babies. And <laughs> I loved all the color combinations and the time blocking. And I couldn't do, I couldn't do life without Google Calendar. And Evernote, I, I, I need to tidy up my Evernote. It's got a bit messy at the moment. But Evernote, I use instead of notes on my phone. Um, you, you don't use Google, Google Keep? No, I, I feel like I've got it on my phone, but um, Evernote, I, I started using for one thing. And I think once you get to know how to use an app, it's very hard yeah, to move Yeah, that is the catch. I, I made the transition from Evernote to Google Keep probably five years ago and haven't looked back because I, you know, I'll use Gmail, Google Drive, Google Calendar, Google Keep. Yeah. Um, so you sign into one and everything's synchronized. But one I feel like I need to I need to do because yeah, everything else I use Google Drive a lot with uh, work and personal yeah. and mm-hmm. I I um I'm an iCloud email address, but I do have a Gmail um, because obviously I have YouTube channel and stuff. So, but I'm yeah, ever know I still still has my heart. I find the simplicity awesome. So um mm-hmm. and Trello. 
Um, and Trello, awesome. Particularly, I have, I have a pageant board, a, a work board, and a personal board. And I'm, I'm not great with my personal board as much and, as I am with the other two, but my work board, because I have a, I have a virtual assistant and Trello allows us to communicate through theirs. So mm-hmm. I have recommended that to, to families as well. If they've got a more complicated family set up to have a family Trello board. Yeah. Um, because you can tick off who's done what and everyone knows what they're meant to be. And you can put little notes under your to-do items and you can just break stuff down really Love nicely. And yeah. intersections. So yeah, Trello, Trello, Evernote and Google Calendar. Calendar. Yeah. Next top three, the top three mantras you try and live by. The only person that needs to love you is yourself, um, which is a wonderful quote by this incredible woman that you're speaking to at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Love My it. quote. Uh, yeah. So the, the only person that needs to love you is yourself. Um, new favorite um, which is a religious one, and I'm probably going to paraphrase it slightly, but uh, again, applies to everything, as most, most of the religious things that I like, like apply, whether you're religious or not, um, which is God's, God's delays are not God's denials. So things can be delayed, but it doesn't mean they're being denied at all. Um, and the meaning of life is love. Love it. Done. Those are three going with. That's that's it. I've sold the meaning of meaning of life is love, and I can argue that for <laughs> days. So there we go. Don't, don't test me on that. I can argue that one. <laughs> and the last one, the top three people you follow and why you follow them. Does it have to be on social media? No, it's not. I mean, it's more about following um, whether you I follow like. their their mantras or whether you follow their beliefs. It's not really. Um, I guess it's funny because when I when we wrote the questions, it wasn't about following them on social media. It was but more because about follow is linked to social media so much. Yeah, I, exactly. The, but that's not what, what what it's about. So my other half, um, Harry, is just a, such an inspiring human being to me. Like every day, he dazzles me with what an amazing person he is. Gonna get emotional now. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, he's. Ooh. it's lucky we're not doing this on video the hideous pajama <laughs> hey, mess is getting even awesome, worse over here um, but yeah he's just how much he helps other people and he just doesn't he doesn't see it as well which I think is so amazing um, he doesn't see and awesome people usually don't know awesome people are usually the ones that don't see how awesome they are um, but in so yeah so many ways and shapes and forms um, he motivates and inspires me so much um, so yeah, he's he, he'd been like kind of like my my top one. Yeah. Um, in pageantry, um, it'd be Harriet Lane. She's the current Miss International UK title holder. She goes to Japan for a month in November to represent the UK, and she is she's only eighteen. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, and I met her when she was thirteen, and she was nearly six foot tall, and I'm five foot eleven, and I always struggled with my height. I didn't yeah. start loving my height until I was 27 and I met Harriet Lane because she, she'd struggled at school and was, had been bullied about it. And she'd gone into pageantry because of that and modeling and things. And she just turned around how I looked at my height. And now I absolutely love being tall. Um, and that's because of her. Um, so she, well, she changed my life really in that sense. Um, but the things she does in pageantry, I'm a big believer in community building and she does a lot of community building um, within the pageant industry and things. She's set up a lot of mini communities within the industry. 
Um, and I find that so inspiring and she constantly goes after what she wants. Um, su such an amazing work ethic considering I've known her from age 13 to age 18, which is when most people are just sort of struggling with hormones and yeah. boys. And yeah. she's just like going after life. I just find that absolutely insane. Um, and then, well, my number three is, well, depending on how you look at it, not really a person, um, which has got to be God. Um, not necessarily in that order. I feel like <laughs> God would come first. Um, but it's just, I, I, I grew up going to church, but a church that was, I felt very judgmental and painted this image of perfectionism and you're not a Christian unless you're perfect. And I came back to my faith when my mum passed away um, a few years where are we now? I'm like four years ago. Mm -hmm. um, and found a church near me. Um, I'd actually just, I'd gone to a friend's wedding there and um, my partner knew a few people that went and joined this church. And it's just everything that I wish religion was for everyone. It's, there are loads of people that go that, that I even sure they believe and they just like being surrounded by positive people. I and mean, it's yeah. like, it's like drum kit on the altar. We're like standing up in the aisles and dancing and singing. And it's so accepting and inviting and it's gone from being a religion thing to I have a relationship with God and a friendship with God, and mm -hmm. um, which is such a much nicer way. Um, I used to be like, oh, why would I like religion? It started all these wars, and I'm like, oh no, people started wars. Um, if someone yeah. killed someone and said and blamed you and said, well, I did it in His name, could could we turn around and put you in prison? And exactly. it's like that's how people yeah. look at religion. I'm like, it's not God's fault if idiots took up arms and said, I'm doing this in God's name. Mm. Um, but yeah, for me, God is a person of love and friendship. And so why wouldn't I want to follow that? Yeah. Love it. Awesome. Well, that, that, that sort of rounds up the, the top 12 and the podcast. Um, thanks again for joining us, Jess. Um, and, you know, so, so early all, all the way uh, across the globe. Um, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. I hope your weather gets better as well as I hope my weather gets better. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Future Drive podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review on your favorite podcast app. It goes a long way to helping us. If you have any thoughts, questions, or comments, email us at hello at f-u-t-u-r-e-t-r-i dot b-e. If you haven't already, become a part of the tribe on Facebook. Go to f-u-t-u-r-e-t-r-i dot b-e slash f-b and invite your friends. We're just getting started and we would love to see you there. That's it from us. I hope this episode has empowered you to keep working on bettering your future. It's a pleasure to have you as part of the tribe. See you next time. <laughs>